Hello and welcome to the Garden Church Podcast. We've been waiting for you. We pray this message inspires, encourages, and blesses you. Thanks for listening. We're going to, I'm going to share a little bit. I just want to take a snapshot every little season like we're doing today, just to speak in another way, speak in not only to us as individuals, but to us as a church, as Garden Church, because this power in understanding, one, the church, it's not something we attend alone, but something of who we are. There's two words that really, I believe God's called us to be as a church, two simple words. You can tell the person beside you these words in just a moment. And that is these two words, life-giving. Tell two people right now, life-giving, life-giving. Tell, tell the person on the other side, you're a part of a life-giving church. Go on. I pray that we would be a life-giving church, that we would not only be receivers of life, that you've come to the fountain that never runs dry this morning, that there's a, a fountain filled with grace and God's goodness that never runs dry. That's the life-giving source. We've got to understand the source, but also we are not dams. We are rivers of living water is the promise. Uh, the Garden of Eden, there was a fountain that sprung up and it flowed out to the wilderness. The fountain that birthed in the garden fed all the garden. What's that language? Oh, we should call the church garden. That's a great name for it. It fed the garden nutrients and well-being, but it didn't stop in the garden. It wasn't a dam. The fountain, the spring, became a river, and the river spread out into the wilderness. Isn't that a beautiful picture of what we're to be? Life-giving source in our world. Uh, Now, I've been thinking a little bit lately, and you may be mistaken thinking that because I talk slow, I don't think much. (laughs) By the way, that's just to give room for the Holy Spirit. (laughs) That's my excuse, and I'm sticking with it. But sometimes I can be a deep thinker. And I've been thinking about this region. I've been thinking about us as a church. And I've mentioned this half a dozen times already, and I want you to hear this, that Amy and I, as your pastors, we are so proud of you as a church, walking through a challenging season. When we're honest about something, we don't dwell there because we're not victims. We admit it and we keep on walking. It's part of us walking through something. But I just want to say that we are so incredibly proud of you. So incredibly proud of how you put your roots down deep into Jesus. And I'm talking this in present tense, but also through these last couple of years. And you've kept loving people, kept on loving the world, kept on reaching for Jesus. Your faith has been extraordinary how you've pressed through the COVID season, many churches went backwards about 30, 40%. No, I want to tell you that you are not part of the average, that you grew through the COVID season, even this year. 
uh, you know, been extraordinary, not only internally, but how we've grown as a church. And that's significant because that's a reflection of how you've pressed into Jesus. You've been hungry for Jesus and your faith has stood strong. So I want to honour you because you keep on thriving and you position yourself by the rivers of living water and you continue to thrive and we want to honour you. We want to say, well done, we're going to go ahead. We're not going to camp out somewhere. We're going to keep on moving ahead. You have gone through floods and you have gone through challenging seasons, not only through COVID, but being a border community. Which studies are already being done about border communities that there was extra challenges for us. So this is why I want to make it clear of how God is hands upon your life and you've just not become a victim, but you've said, no, no, you know what? I'm going to keep on moving. I'm going to be restored. I'm going to be whole. God's got a purpose and calling for my life. And I'm just so incredibly proud of you. And then throw in, you know, senior pastor having a brain tumour and all that as well. And, uh, you know, you're a blessing church, I'm telling you. I step back from that and what a blessing that we know Jesus. You know, in some seasons particularly, it just stands out a little bit more than others, just how a blessing it is to know Jesus and that we know Jesus. The truth of it is, is that the region that we live in, um, they don't all know Jesus. And so at the same time where I am so proud of you as a pastor, that we've walked through this season, as people of God, we've got to recognise the people in the region that we are called to and how they're in so desperately need of a loving, life-giving Saviour who we've been saying His name this morning, Jesus, the most wonderful name on earth. I've been thinking once again deeply about this region, about the border region and the floods, you, you know so well. Uh, you know, I hear different things uh, around town. And I'm just setting up a bit of a framework just for these few moments I have. I hear even in development approvals, there's several hundred that are in council offices at the moment. And I think that's not normal. That's not normal to have that many just sitting there on the table. Uh, development approvals, meaning, you know, progress around different things. Uh, I've been walking down the shops both here in the villages around the Tweed, uh, you, you know, the you know, Kingscliff, Pottsville, and even Cool and Gatter to a certain extent, and seeing shops being closed. And it breaks my heart, and, and you, you'll get the scripture in just a moment, of why it breaks my heart. Because you've got to understand something, that we are the church. The church is the ecclesia, the called out ones, but called together. That we just don't attend a meeting, but there is a calling on our lives, not only individually, but together. And together we become the body of Christ, the living body of Christ, that He is the head. You've got to understand this church, it's all about Jesus. We are the body, He is the head, and we're called to make a difference in our world and in our region. So here we are as the church, the called out ones. We're on the Tweed. What a blessing. <laughs> We're on the Northern Rivers. First Nations called this beautiful area Bunjalung country. What a blessing. Amen. God reminded me of a scripture that I'm going to share with you just now. I've got to race through this. 
he reminded me of a scripture that he placed on my heart when we first moved to this region just over 14 years ago as a young family. And, and it stuck in my heart. I, I was reminded and prompted again as the last couple of weeks, I even heard one of our missionaries that we've sent to Iraq who used this same scripture as a basis for his, their ministry in that region as well. So here is the scripture I'm going to show you. But before I do, I've got to give you a bit of background. God's people have been taken captive. The Israelites have been taken captives. And now they're foreigners in a foreign land. And they're asking God, what are you up to, God? What are you up to? And this is his response. Jeremiah 2.9, verse 3, you don't have it there, but I'll read it. God's saying, build houses. Settle down, plant gardens, and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there and do not decrease. Now the text for this morning is verse 7. Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you. Pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Turn to two people and say these words over their life. You are here on purpose. Go on, prophesy over their life. (laughs) In these five minutes that I have left, I want to just remind us as a church, garden church, that you are here on purpose. You see, God is saying, to this group of people in Jeremiah, you aren't here by accident. You are there by my design. You are here on purpose. And the peace that can only come from me, the shalom, if you're a Jewish reader of this text, the shalom is more than just an absence of conflict. That's not the peace. We read it as peace, but the, 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 the meaning, the root of shalom is deep. It's deep of wholeness and health. The Jewish people connected directly peace and the connection with God. So it's not like just peace without God. No, it's, it's connection with God that's bringing this, this, um, this wholeness and health. And they says peace and prosperity to the area, the country that you live. So to us, the word of God for us to remind us again today is that we are here on purpose. That it's... Our country, it's our region, it's our family, it's your job, it's where you're at in your class, in your school, that you are there on purpose. Both individually and together, we are called to be life-giving. Can I hear a good amen? Amen. To seek first, to seek the peace and prosperity of the region and our workplaces and our families for the good of Jesus. So in every way, I am praying in the name of Jesus right now. You may mock me, but I don't care. I'm praying for the rain to stop. <laughs> you just got to read the end book of James. and It's saying, you know, Elisha, Elijah was just a man like you and I, but he prayed and it stopped raining for three and a half years. Then he prayed again and it began to rain again. So I have authority, according to Jesus' word, to pray against the rain because I, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, as a pastor, I see the effect of it on people. I mean, I love the rain in, in the natural. We love 
all mucking around in the rain, but what it does to a region. And so in the name of Jesus, I'm saying enough is enough. Stop, be still. Oh, I'm praying for progress in council to shift in the spiritual atmosphere and the leadership to shift in the name of Jesus. Oh, I'm praying for shops to open up and for there to be great opportunity in this region. I'm even praying for our potholes to be fixed. Come on, somebody. There's another one. I'm trying to teach a 16-year-old to drive. And it's like, what's a potholes? What's a potholes? What's a <laughs> Jesus speaking to a group of people that were becoming uh, a new community of, of faith. Sermon on the Mount is recorded in Matthew 5.13. This is what Jesus said that, speaking of you today, that you are the salt of the earth, that you are the light of the world. Salt bringing flavour, preservation and healing. Light bringing direction, revelation, bringing life and dispelling the darkness. (laughs) Whose calling is it? (laughs) This is our calling as a church. We're here on purpose to seek the peace and prosperity of this region. And right now, look, I've already gone over time. And look, that's the way that it goes. I've got two minutes. Who'll give me two minutes? Who'll give me two minutes? Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14. I've got half an hour. Awesome. I just want to honour some pastors that have sowed into this region and have sown prayers and their life into this region for decades. I, I did a bit of a summary. I reckon there's a, in our church, there's probably about, collectively, about 80 years of people sowing into this region. Um, Pastor Laurie and Jet, where are you this morning? I see you there. We just want to honour you. Pastor Susan and Adrian. <laughs> Pastor Adrian and Pastor Susan, we want to honour you. Incredible men and women of God. And I'm going to dob them in if they're not at church this morning. But Pastor Lynn and Paul Morrill as well this morning, you're here. <laughs> Pastor Alan and Varney, who are in South Africa presently, want to honour you guys and say thank you for sowing. Thank you for sowing. You know, the kingdom of God is built from one generation to the next. I'm under no illusions of my normality but, and as pastors, we're always assured of that. But I'm assured of this as from one generation to another. And so we want to thank you. We want to thank Paul and Lynn who are not with us this morning as well. And all the other pastors. There's a whole group of pastors on, on our teams that have run churches and planted churches. But here they are being a part of the garden because they're seeking the peace and prosperity of this region. And I just want to honour you. In fact, I want the band to come because we're going to close in this song. Pastor Adrian, I want you to come. Yeah, because I want you to pray over this region. Wonderful, proud, bunjalung gentleman, man of God. I feel emotional to speak about it. Um, because, you know, what a blessing that we get to be called to this area. What a blessing that we get to be Facilitate a move of God in this region. And I want us to be a church. Yes, we're going after all that God has for us, but we're also saying for my region, for my people, for 
our families, for our schools, for our universities. God, we want to be right on the edge of you seeing doing great things in our world, that we are here on purpose. I want you to pray. Pastor John, I want you to come there and pray for our church. I want you to pray, brother, mighty men of God, for our region. Because we're going to stand. I want us all to stand and I want us to agree together in the name of Jesus for this great region. You know, I had in my notes that I was going to pray over businesses. I was going to pray over people wanting to do great things in sports and in arts and make a difference. I just want you to receive this prayer too, that God is raising up greatness, not famous. There's a difference between greatness and famous. There really is. Greatness is a kingdom virtue, which is about shifting people's lives for the kingdom of heaven. That's greatness, serving people with your gift. I'm believing that God is raising up a great church here in this beautiful region. Bunjalong country. Would you pray for us, Pastor Adrian? Why don't you lift out your hands towards heaven, receive this prayer right now. Thanks, Pastor John. Oh, Jingiwala. Jingiwala means welcome. If you're not from this country, if you weren't born here, we want to welcome you to this country officially. So if you've come from a distant land, from a distant nation, wherever in this great Southland of the Holy Spirit, we want to welcome you to Bunjalung country. And Father, we, the word says that the earth is the Lord's, the fullness of it. He owns all. He, ha, he encapsulates all. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the beginning. He is the end. And you and I are included in that story. So Father, we thank you for today. You said the earth is the Lord's, the fullness of it. You said every living thing, every living creature. You said everything that has breath, everything that has breath. Church, you have breath here this morning. In Jesus' name. So Father, we lift you up this morning, Lord. We humbly honour you, Lord. We humbly give you glory. We humbly give you praise, Father God, for this day. Because you said this is the day. This is the day. This is the day. This is the season. We stand here. We stand in victory. We stand in glory. We stand in your power, your presence, Father God. And without you, we can do nothing. But with you, Lord, we can do all things in abundance. So, Father, we honour you today. We thank you for this nation. We thank you, Lord. It's not accident that everyone is standing here on holy ground. And, Lord, we give you the glory. We give you the honour for, the pre- for, the, for your presence. And we just bless the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise and all the glory in the wonderful name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Wow. As I look out amongst every person here, you're all called to this church and you call this church your home, part of the body of Christ. And I just want to bless you this morning. I want to bless you because there is such unity in this house. We are a church of unity and the Bible says where there's unity, there's a blessing. And there's a blessing on this house. Pastor John said, we've grown where other churches have really struggled, but there's a blessing on this house. And I want to speak a blessing over this house this morning, Father. I thank you, Lord, for the unity that we, we love each other. I know we're all different. I know some of us great against the others. That's, that's life. But we are for each other. And we stand with each other, Lord, for you. You are the head of this house, Father. We, we claim that. We honour you in this place, Father, as the head of this church. We believe, Lord, you are building this church. We believe that the gates of hell won't prevail against it. 
We believe it will move forward, Father. We've seen great things happen over the years, over the, the 14 years since Pastor Jono's been here. We've seen growth after growth after growth. But Lord, I don't believe we've seen that the best is yet to come. And we're going to see this church build a property over there that will create a function for your church in that place. We're going to see that built and we're going to see this place, Lord, this community in Northern Rivers, incredibly impacted by this church, Father, in the future. And we, we stand as a community of faith believers, Lord, we stand in faith for that, Lord. And we're going to see it come about in Jesus' name. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. Garden is a life-giving church with a passionate commitment to help people grow in a loving relationship with Jesus, to gather in a faith-filled community, and to go and make a difference in our world. Find out more at gardenchurch.com. That's G-A-R-D-N church.com. Or on Instagram and Facebook at Garden Church. That's G-A-R-D-N church.